Hello and welcome to my podcast on market in Nairn County, a non-league Scottish football club. My name's Michael and I'm taking you through life marketing a non-league Scottish football team working on next to no budget. To make it a little bit more trickier, I'm also doing it remotely, over three hours drive away from the town. Let's get into it. So a wee bit more about Nairn County. One thing that we're always looking to do as a club is strengthen our role uh, as a club at the heart of the community. And that's by doing the right thing and doing good things for the people of Nairn. You know, again, not not the only club out there doing it, but um, it's something that is core to what we want to do. Long-term plans are to develop the community football offering in the town. And again, as I said, there are a lot of clubs out there, some smaller than Nairn, that do so much more um, in, in this space. So it is something we will want to address in the future. And there is discussions at the club um, ongoing as as we progress. From a non-football perspective, the club has tried to do as much as it can for the community. One of our most important duties is the protection and care for those people. With our association over the last couple of years with Mikey's Line Mental Health Charity, we've been able to share their positive message that it's okay not to be okay and that help is out there for those that are struggling. By appointing our mental health convener, Brody Stewart, we have steps to actively reach out to our community, particularly our youth, um, using football as a common theme. For the 2022-23 season, we launched a unique and vibrant charity kit, charity third kit, to promote local Nairn charity Team Hamish, more of which we'll discuss um, on another podcast because there's just so much to discuss on that one. Without trying to dwell on COVID too much, in, in the dark days of March 2020, as the first wave of COVID hit and the world shut down, football was essentially mothballed. At that time, we had the idea to use our volunteers and resources to support our local community. Throughout the waves of COVID, we were out delivering shopping, picking up prescriptions, walking dogs, and generally trying to make sure people were okay. The players even donated their player funds to help and out with the shopping. Sadly, over the past few years, too many people connected with the club have passed on, and with the lack of fans in attendance for most of this period, we had been unable to mark their passing with uh, suitable moments of respect. We were pleased to then, um, you know, when things opened back up and found other ways to be able to do this. So within the ground at Station Park, we've got our wall of respect, we've We've um, installed some commemorative benches and plaques around the ground as well um, to, to as a nod to those that have unfortunately passed on. We're also delighted that we've introduced a new commemorative garden at Station Park um, to recall all those lost friends, fam, family and fans. And top of all this, we have done plenty of collections for food banks and other appeals at Christmas. Um, we do our County of Christmas campaign. Um, this is where we purchase Christmas hampers from local businesses and distribute them to local organisations that deserve and deserve um, causes. Moving on with this podcast time around, last podcast obviously uh, we talked about some of the PR activity and doing things slightly different. This time around we're going to talk about launching a new website. So where to begin when you're launching a new website? We had our old website for a good number of years and while it had done its job it was starting to be a bit tired and, and not fit for purpose it was probably one of the first things i had identified that needed to be improved when i started the fan survey 
that which we talked about in, in podcast one reaffirmed this to be the case too. My first steps were to create a website map of, of all the sections and pages that I wanted. Now each club will have its own requirements, but after a bit of tweaking and moving things about, I settled on the following. So on the Nearing Web County website, there is a new section. Um, and what we did within there, and this, this came a bit further down the line because I'll be honest, I didn't plan categories at this stage, but we had a discussion around what categories we'd want in there. And really, we've just got general news and match reports at the stage. Now, if you've got more resource, obviously, you can you can broaden that out. And I'll come on to why we, we kept that limited um, for just now. We've obviously got the standard fixtures and results section of the website. So... An upgrade from the old website is we've now got fixtures and results for both our first team and our reserves team. A reserve side play in the North Caledonian League. So, and it was something that we wanted to, to feature. Plan was to potentially look at youth. We've got an under-18s team, an under-16s team, for example, that, that play um, in a league. But again, resource, time um, and priorities meant we've not included that at this time. We also got a section for our team, so you'll be able to click on there and you can see headshots for our first team. Um, we've not had headshots for the reserves going live um, for um, when we put the website live, but that, that came after. Um, and you just get some basic information about position, when they joined the club and dates of birth. Within the club section, a bit more detail there. So we had the, the main club landing page and then within the club section, you can get more information on the history of Nairn County, you know, um, the, the community stuff that I was just talking about at the start of this podcast, who the committee are, volunteer opportunities. So a list of um, potential roles. So, you know, we're open to anybody that can come to the club and, and want to volunteer, but We've tried to give some information on specific roles that we're looking for as well. A uh, club records page and, and, and a contact us page. And then within the support us section, so we've got um, sponsorship. So if you're a, a business and you want to sponsor the club, we've got Club 1914, which is a membership. We've got a 50-50 draw, which um, you can sign up online. Um, we've got information on some of our events. So, for example, we do a golf day and we've got our sportsman's dinner um, and then we've got our um, sponsors page where we provide all the information on our, our main sponsors. We've got a link out to our shop and we've got our tickets and hospitality section as well. So we've got a page where you can go in and buy tickets and get the information on buying tickets. On a previous podcast, you would have heard that we use Fanbase. So obviously we link out to them and give instructions on um, if you want to download the app and get our fixtures, etc. We've got a season tickets page, which I don't think we had on the last website off the top of my head. We've got a whole hospitality section, which talks about, you know, the different hospitality packages we've got. So we had we talked about that on a previous podcast where we talked about um, our stag and hen party packages that we've got. We've also got a birthday package that we created that, um, truth be told, I forgot to mention on the last podcast, but that's really you can come along to the um, station park. You get similar to the No Scotland No Party, eh, No Scotland No Party, that's an old job, that one. No Nair No Party um, package where you can get drinks and um, 
you know, pre-match, post-match, but with the birthday package, you get a New County birthday cake at half time and, and various other little bits. Um, so yeah, that, that was something else we got in. So we, we, we've got a whole page dedicated to that on the website. And then we've also got a visiting station park guide. Um, so it gives you more information on um, how to get to the ground, what to expect when you're here, information for away fans, where to go before and after the match. So again, it's something if you ever speak to um, follow Mark Bradley from the Fan Experience Company, that is something that he is very much big on and something that we've taken um, and tried to apply it to the, the New County website. So on top of this, obviously, I took this structure originally and mapped it out using the, the uh, glorious smart art in Microsoft Excel. And on a separate tab, I listed all the pages I wanted, the URL I thought they should have, the purpose of the page, any design notes for the um, designer and developers, and any and the content requirements. So I also listed out who I thought within the club should be responsible for the content. Overall, I had the the um, the, the final sort of um, overview of the content, and and um, it was my overall responsibility, but did get others to help. Um, some of the things I wanted the new site to be able to do was capture people for our marketing database. I wanted to make it easy to, to get the information fans are after. I want it easy to be able to get in touch with the club. I just wanted an overall better fan experience and make it easy for anyone to understand who we are as a club. We also wanted to make it easier to buy tickets and, and other things, obviously, as well. So, um, you know, I, I was fortunate enough due to my previous day jobs, which I've already alluded to with a slip of the tongue earlier um was to, to have a few people in mind you know I, I knew some of the providers out there that could maybe help us with this um, and with assistance of a couple of members of the committee we had a small list of, of, of people and companies that we wanted to approach now the process was very similar to what i did at the scottish fa and when we had the new website for it was was building that a few years ago but obviously things on a lot smaller scale and, and a, a far smaller budget. In the end, we went with a company called Scoot. Um, when we first engaged with them, we were called WeShape, but they, they've subsequently changed their name. Um, their owners have worked with the likes of Kilmarnock FC um, previously and haven't seen some of Scott's other work um, firsthand previously. I was confident that he could take the brief and turn it into something that we were wanting. Um, he spoke to us about a budget and, and pretty much made it work. Um, so we were very thankful to, to Scott and the team there. Um, from there, it was my job, as I said, to collate all the content and, and write somewhere I needed to. Sending the, all this over, I accompanied this with a, a links to a, a host of different other uh, club imagery that we've got um, that could be used. The added element of trickiness here was that we were in the process of changing main sponsor and kit. So initially we had some limited um, imagery to, to work with, but as we got more and more imagery, I just started to share that and, and we updated what we could on the website as we went. The team at Scoot then, you know, kept in touch with us, showed us visuals and test sites and feedbacks and tweaks went back to them. And after a bit of testing, we were ready to put the, the new site live. You know, Lindsay at Scoot was, was kind enough to take care of mapping and redirecting all our old URLs to our new ones, which is a very important thing. And I think any somebody that's maybe not worked with websites before might overlook, but you basically want it to happen that if you went to an old 
URL on your website, um, whatever the page may be, that you will automatically go to the most relevant page on, on your new website. Um, and it is something that hopefully you, if you use somebody like Scoot, that they'll be able to assist with. Uh, they also made sure our, we had our Google Analytics set up on the new site too, which was handy. And, you know, we are very happy with the results. Um, and here and here's just a few things um, that I would maybe bear in mind if you are thinking about going for a new website, going through that process of a new club website. Um, it's just one or two things that I haven't gone through this now a few times on, on different sizes of websites that, that might help you. Um, so first off, I was fortunate enough to have a supportive management committee um, who trusted and believed in the reasons why we needed a new website. Um, we talked enough about being progressive off the pitch, so a new re- website was a, was required to help um, achieve some of this as well. A budget is required. Um, if using someone like Scoot, we did. Um, obviously, there's individuals out there that can um, maybe be able to do things um for, for you, which is great if you can get some free help. Obviously, we're, we're using somebody like Scoot. We're getting that sort of pre, um, professional sort of assurance um, and, and nothing's guaranteed, but having um, known the work that Scott and the uh, team have done before, um, we had that bit of comfort in that, you know, being open, um, you know, our budget came in about five grand for for all in for for the website and you know for clubs at our level that could probably be a bit of a significant investment but we knew you know that this would be a long-term investment and we don't plan on changing our our website for for a long long time so um it was sort of short-term pain for long-term gain um to use a cliche there you know we wanted to be clear on who we are as a club and, and try to convey this in the content and i think if you start with that um, when it comes to the planning of, of what content you want and how the website's going to be structured, I think that will help you some of the way um, w- with that. One of the things is make it easy for, for people to find things. I think it's, it's very easy to overcomplicate um, a website and you know you end up with sub, 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 sub pages and, and it becomes all of a sudden very difficult. Now, the larger websites, makes it, it becomes a lot more trickier but we're talking about non-league football here for the most part. And um, even if it is a smaller club within the, the league system, your website doesn't have to be overly complicated. So make it easy. We don't, and I, and I alluded this uh, to this one a bit earlier, we don't have masses of resource when it, when it comes to content production. So things like categories, news categories for match previews and keeping the youth sections up to date was something we just couldn't commit to. Um, so... Instead of doing something half-arsed or having something that would seem pretty outdated pretty quickly if somebody came on the website, we've decided to leave them off the, the site at this stage. And I think it's it's a lesson I've definitely learned through my career is you don't you can't do it all sometimes and, and you need to just make um, the, the, the choices um, and sometimes difficult choices of what you want to do and can't do at this stage. Um, and this was some of the, the decisions that we made there. You're going to have ongoing costs for hosting. can only be about a few hundred pounds a year and more than likely your, your club is already paying something, but it's one to bear in mind when it, when it comes to it. Run tests and checks on everything once it's live. 
it is the nature of these things, but there will always be something you spot once it goes live. Scott and, and, and Lindsay at Scoot were, were very good doing this, that um, made the changes very quickly for us and um, were fantastic on that front. And finally, the thought of a new website can be daunting and not knowing where to start. If you are wanting a new website for your club, I am more than happy to share with you the documentation, the templates that I created and used to help you on your way, the, the ones that I used for, for New York County. And I'm also f more than happy to make the appropriate uh, introductions to you know, our website provider or the others that we spoke to, to give you some options. I think I'll do it for this one, but on the next podcast, we'll be chatting branding, volunteers and uni partnerships.